Okay, good morning. Today's daf is daf Yud Zion. We're going to finish the pedic. We're going to start in daf Tes Zion by the Mishnah. Zod the Mishnah, see it? Map and Tam. Zod the Mishnah, Map and Tam Lamud. What's the difference between, and we're not asking what's the difference between a Tam and a Mood. Everyone knows the difference. Tam is three times, and a, a Mood is four times. So the difference, the Mishnah's question is, what's the difference between the Chiyuv incurred by damage caused by a shale that is considered a tam and a shale that is considered a mud. So the Mishnah says there's no difference. Ella, rather, So first of all, the owner of the animal which damages, which is classified as a tam, so the mazik has to pay from migufay. What does migufay mean? From the body of the animal. So let's say the animal is worth, let's say the damage was $100. So he could either pay $100. Now let's say he doesn't have $100. So what does he do? So he pays. He has to sell his animal. Now let's say his animal is only worth $35. And he caused the damage of $100. Doesn't matter. He only has to pay. Chatzinezek and Megufay from the Guf of the Bayim. Now. His 35 yeah. Well, he has to pay a Chatzinezek. Chatzinezek, let's say, be 50 But since the animal is only worth 35 the Nizek gets 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 uh, the short end of the deal. Sagar trade where he said sells uh, no for that for that for that, for that you have dentatus. Okay, Elosh Atam Nesham Chatzinezik Begufay. So first of all, the Tam pays a Chatzinezik. That's Begufay of the Mazik's Behemah, and also Muad Nesham Nezik Shalom and Aliyah, and a Behemah which is a Muad. So the owner has to pay the full damage, and he has to pay Aliyah from the highest property. Okay, so the Gemara asks, my aliyah, what does it mean by saying he has to pay from the higher aliyah property? What does that mean? From the Mazik's, from the Mazik's aliyah. So the Gemara says, it means that he has to pay from the superior quality uh, of his nechosim, of his property. In other words, if the Mazik is only has to pay Nazik, so that comes me gufoy. And as we said, that if if let's say his goof of the aim is worth less than the chatzinezik, tough on the nizik. By the by the by the case of the muad, he has to pay a nizik shalim, and it has to come from his property, from the choices of his property. Now, the chenu aimer similarly, you the fact that the word aliyah aliyah refers to like we said the superior quality, as the pasuk says. The chenu aimer vayishkav chiskio So it says a chiskio lay laid with his ancestors. And they buried him in the best um, of the descendants of the Kvarim of Bnei David. So what do you see from here? You see that Ma'ale uh, is like the best, the choices. What does it mean in the, in the passage that says, This refers to the best of the family. And who is the best of the family? This is David Ushleimah. Now, the Gemara now offers another explanation of the Pasuk about the Kvura of the king of Yehuda, which is king of Oso. Pasuk says, And they buried him in his own uh, burial plot, which he had hewn out for himself in the city of David, and laid him in the resting place, which was filled with perfumes and spices. That's what the Pasuk says. It says about... It says about Yirmiya Navi. Um, sorry, it says about the Pasuk, about the Purus Malachim. So when Osa Melech Yehuda died, it says that they buried him 
So the Gemara asks, what does it mean, my psalm who's name? What does it mean they buried him with perfumes and spices? So Blazer says, Zine, Zine, Vishta. This refers to the um, different types of perfumes. Now, so the word, first shot is Zine, Zine, is different types of spices. That they buried him with a bunch of spices. Well, when Achmini said this is a type of perfume that anyone who smells this will lead to um, to uh, zima. Now, next part of the Gemara is Yirmi Anabi Davins for Hashem that he should punish the nation that refuses to listen to his Nevoah and he, and he asks that there should be bad to, to, to the, the nation. Now, it says, Kikaru Shuchal Lafteni Ufachim Tanu Laragli. Um, so now the Gemara is going to cite another machlekes between Rabbalaz and Shmuel Bar Nachmeni. As we said, here we are requested of Hashem to punish those who don't listen to him. So he said, They have dug a pit to trap me, and they have set sneers on my feet. What does that mean? Rabbalaz says, Now, in what way did they dig a pit of a pit uh, to trap him? How do they how do they trap um, here me up? So says that they they made a, a, a they casted a suspicion upon him of having znos with a woman. They made a suspicion about him in, in being mezana with a married woman. So the word says granted according to the one who says that they made a suspicion upon him engaging with Azena. This is what the Basit says that. Uh, the Pasuk says, For a Zayna is a deep pit. So it makes sense that they use the word pit as a, as a metaphor for a Zayna. According to the Mandarin who says, And they accuse Yeremiah of being with the Ish My Shukha, what is the word? Shukha means a pit. What type of pit is there? So the word answers, um, Due to the fact that she's a married woman, is she excluded from the category of a zaina? In other words, if a woman, even if a married woman commits adultery, she's termed as a zaina. So you could use the word shukha for a zaina. You could use a shukha for it's just, it's just a zaina. It's the same thing. She doesn't do this for a living, but she's she's the term of a zaina. So why ask like this? Granted, according to the one who says that they cast the suspicions upon him, would be chayshul that she sees. This is what the Buzzard says. You, Hashem, know all their plans to kill me. In other words, by claiming that he had relations with a married woman, they implicated him, a Isser, against uh, Alayla Mavis, which is uh, somebody who's Mazal with the Asian Zish, gets Nus. So now I can understand what the Buzzard says. But according to the one who says that they suspected him. Of having relations with the Zena, Maila Mavas. What does it mean to kill me? There's no, if somebody is Mazala with the Zena, he doesn't get Mavas, he doesn't get a capital punishment. So my answer is, meaning they cast him in a pit of like, of, uh, of teeth. Cement, in order to kill him. Donish Rava. Rava says, My Dixit, what does the Pasuk mean by saying, You Mukshal Mafonefa, base Afra Asibahim? What does it mean? Let them. Be made in stumble. Let them be made to stumble before him. 
deal with them in the time of your anger. What does that mean? They should they should let them stumble before you and deal with them in the time of anger. So Amr Yirmiya is not least powerful. So Yirmiya sent before Hashem. He paid his the master of the universe. I feel a Bashasha even at a time when they try to perform acts of tzedakah, that they try to perform tzedakah, make them stumble by ensnaring them that they do so with people which are not, which are, who are unworthy of tzedakah, they should not receive reward in them. Now, we said before, concerning the passage of Hizkiah's burial, now that Mara is going to continue on the passage, and they afforded him uh, honor in his death. So Gemara says, This teaches us that they established a yeshiva at the grave to study there. By the time of the grave of Chizkiah, one says they studied there for three days. The father Omer Shiva once says they studied there for seven days. Well, Omer Law, as some say, they studied there for 30 days. Brisa offers the interpretation of the Pasit. What does it mean? And they afforded him honor to his death. So the Gemara says, This is, they gave honor to King of Chiskia Melachi which means that at his burial, 36,000 men well, um, bared shoulders, um, with, sorry, with barred shoulders, went out to him. In other words, they moved, they removed their robes from their shoulders as a sign of mourning. 36,000 people. These are the words of Rabbi Yodah. So they, again, they had uh, 36,000 uh, people, soldiers that were moved like they're, they're bared. Omar Lairab Nechemir says, But then they also do this before Achav. If they did this by the Achav Arasha to show honor, the side of kings, so it wasn't unique to show honor to Chizkiah Atzadik. Ella, rather, Rather, what was the honor for Chizkiah? And they laid a Tera scroll upon his mitah, and they said, fulfilled was written in the Torah. Umar says, Umar asks, But nowadays also we do so. We do this for any time of a big time of who dies, he say, So what's so unique about Chizkiah So Umar answers, We take out a Torah, we take out a Torah scroll, out, but Nowadays, we take out a sin potato, we don't lay it on the actual meter. So, by Chizka, they actually lay it on the meter. That's a real covet, exactly. And if you want to say, Nowadays, also, we lay a sin potato on the bear of the deceased, but we don't say that he fulfilled what's written in the tale. Back to the Gemara. Omer Rabbi Rachana, Rabbi Rachana says, I was once walking together with Bechlan to ask him about this statement. He So, whenever he would enter in the bathroom, upon his exit, I would ask him to explain a matter. And he would not answer until he washed his hands and put on his tefillin. 
and made the bracha. And then he would answer us. Now, with regards to the honor given to Yoda, he said, This is nowadays we even say that this one fulfilled that which is written in the Torah, but we not say he taught that which is written in this. It was unique honor performed at the quota of Chizkiah, king of Melech Chizkiah. So basically, what Rabbi Eichman says is we say Kiyam, but we don't say the word of Limut. So the Lord asked, but didn't you learn that God of Talmud Teda, at the, the, the study of Teda is so great, that Talmud may be the Demaisev, which we know that Talmud brings to performance. So it is Mashma, that the performance of a mitzvah is considered a great value, a greater value than Teda study. So if so, once, once Chizkiah had been praised with the fact that he fulfilled the mitzvah of Teda, right? Which we know, fulfilling a mitzvah of, a mitzvah is much greater. So why would you mention Mechlal that he studied Teda? So the answer is like Kach, it's not a question. Hold it, Mikmar, hold out and worry. The statement of Mar is about studying Teda for one's own knowledge. And the unique praise that they gave Chizkiah, Melech Yehuda, was about teaching to others. So teaching to others, that's a great phrase. Now, a passage that was cited at the beginning of the paddock, if you remember, so we said, is a, uh, we brought this passage down. What is it written? It says, Happy are, though, happy are you that sow beside all waters. Remember, this was in the base and base. We brought down the passage. Happy are those that sow beside all waters and send forth the feet of the ox and the donkey. So the Gemara says, what is this possible for a teach? Anybody who involves himself in learning Torah and performs acts of kindness, he merits the portion of two tribes. Who are the poor teach tribes? This is Yosef and Yisachar. And the Gemara explains how we learn this. Shinamar, like the Pasuk says, Happy are you that so. The Ainsriel, when we say, after you are so, this refers to this refers to acts of charity. Shinamar, as the Pasuk says, Zidu lachem, tztaka, So for yourself, your tztaka, reap according to your kindness. We know when it says tzashreichem it refers to the fortune of those who give tzedaka. And then we say, Shinamar, says, Zidu lachem, And so, Ashreichem zayde, we say zayde refers to tzedaka. Alkalmayim, mayim refers to zayde. Shinamar, Says, Oi, all those who are thirsty go to water. Okay, so that's how we see that. Now, then the Gaurus says, And the fact that he merits reward equal to the portion of two Shvatim. So we see like this. He brought down an ox as an ox. A share always refers to Yasef. Yasef is referred to as an ox. Now, as one's, as one's reward is that he merits to receive like a, a chila, is a canopy of honor, as Yasef did. <coughs> the Siddhaf, it says, Ben Peiras Yasef, Bone Sada Ali Shor. Yasef is a fruitful vine. Lord, it's a fruitful vine by a fountain. His branches run over all the wall. So the branches over the wall, this passage alludes to a chila referred to a canopy. The Zeichel Nachas Yisakar. A reference to the donkey is 
um, the fact that he merits to receive the portion of Yisachar to receive Yisachar Chamer Gerem. It says about Yisachar was described as a donkey. Yisachar is a large donkey. Easter Amri are those who say that the comparison is understood differently. The pasuk says, "Oyevav Nathan will fun of Kiyaset. Oyevav Easter Amri. Oyevav Nathan will Kiyaset. His enemies will fall before him, just like the broth given by Mesha." To the tribe of Yisrael, the Chesivah it says, "Bohem amim yiladach yastav afsi aritz." As the pasuk says, it's written in the bracha bestowed by Mesha to the Shvatim of Yisrael. It says, first it says, "His horns are the horns of the wild ox," but then he shall gore the nations, even to the ends of the earth. Bohem amim yiladach yastav afsi aritz. The seichel lebinaki yisachar, and he merits the understanding of yisachar. As the Pasuk says, It says, And the children of Yisachar, men that uh, that had an understanding of the times, to know what um, to do to Yisrael. Okay, so we finish now, we finish now the first paragraph of Arva Ovis, and now we're going to continue with the second paragraph of Kitsa Narago. Now, if you remember in the Mishnah, in the Mishnah of Tazayin, we brought down uh, there are five types of mazikim that are muid the shalin nezik shalin. So we said, what's a muid the shalin nezik shalin? Sashain, regel, right? Shain and regel are muid the first time. We said as well, kenen, after it bores three times, it's considered a muid. We said, a kenen, even though kenen usually is katsi nezik, if kenen bershus and nezik, is according to Rav Tarfin is an is uh, is um, is a moed and Adam Amazik and a person also is a mazik. So we have five of them, right? Shane Regel, Keren after Gors three times, Keren Bereshus Anizik according to Rav Tarfin and Adam Amazik. These are the five Tamil that the Mishnah mentioned that we learned yesterday. Now in this paragraph, we're going to explain the halachas of all the five of the moed, of the moedim. And now the Mishnah is going to start with the Allah of Regal. The Aldari Shainim ask, why is the Mishnah starting with the Allah of Regal and not Shain, which is the first of the five Muadim? So Taisus answers and says that Shain and Regal are really considered like one because they have the same Allah. Even though we learn it from different Psukim, one learns Vishidah has Vira, Bir, Bistayachar. And we said the Shidak is Regal, beer is Shane. So when we ask Kinsar and Regal, it's really Regal and Shane is really the same the same idea. Okay, so now the Mishnah asks, Kitsad Haregal Muadis. What damage um caused with the with the with the regals, the hoof, the hoof of the animal, what is when we say regal of the animal, it's muadis, what is that referred to? So the Mishnah says, Lishber Bidarachilugha. It's deemed a void with regards to when it tramples, when uh, the trampling objects and breaking it in the course of walking. So if an animal is just walking regularly and now it tramples objects and breaks them in the course of its walking, so that is considered a um, a emuid. Now, an animal is deemed a void with regards to walking. In a typical manner, by doing so, breaking objects as it goes. So that's considered a mood. Okay, now 
the Mishnah continues and says, the Mishnah is going to mention two ways that if the behemoth damages with his feet, nevertheless, the owner of the animal, what owner of the animal who made the damage, only has to pay no chatzinezer. So the Mishnah says, if the animal was kicking while it was walking, or let's say pebbles were like being propelled from under his feet, and then the shavrasakelim. So first he was kicking while it was uh, while he was if the animal was kicking while it was walking, or uh, pebbles were propelled from under his feet, and those pebbles now broke vessels. So. In that case, the Allah is, and Shams again, the Shalom Chatzinezek. So the owner of the right to only has to pay a Chatzinezek. Now, um, now, if an animal, let's say, was trotting upon a Kali, and it broke it, and then a shard of that keli fell upon a second keli and broke it. So, so the owner pays the full cost of the damage for the first keli, because its action is basically under, this is mamish and av of, of, of trampling. And and, and uh, he pays half the cost of the damage for the later keli. Why? Because the damage caused by the shard um, is, is by, it was was really mamish inadvertently propelled by the animal, so he pays the chatzinezik. Now, Mishnah says, um, Chickens are dinamoid with regards to walking um, in a typical manner and breaking objects. So therefore, the owner of the chicken pays a nezek shalin for the damage done by any objects broken by his chicken. If there was a strain tied to the chicken's leg. So what do we see? That the owner wrapped it around. It's an indication of the ownership. And it wrapped around the keli. And then he broke it. So the more the chicken was hopping and breaking the vessels. So just to recap, so we said in the previous Mishnah, you said that regal and shame are mu'adam l'chatchila, they don't have to be forewarned four times. So what category is a regal considered mu'ad l'chatchila? So we said if he is damaging while it's walking, so um, if it's walking regularly, and now it fast breaks the things while it's walking, while it's casually walking, so that the thing that it breaks, we say it's a mood. Now, if let's say it was kicking, or let's say while it was uh, walking, it starts pebbling, pebbles start being propelled from underneath him, and those pebbles now broke another keli, so then it's inadvertently, that's not considered a, that's not a mood, so you step in, katsinezik. If let's say it was traveling on, what? Goes under the category here, which is why it's katsinezik. By where? You, what you were saying that it's just casual walk you right exactly so canon let's go down the canon of canon which is a chatzinezik right right we said a regular shin is always a mood leilum now in a chanam now if it was again if it was kicking while it was walking or let's say pebbles were being propelled from under his feet 
And now those pebbles broke with the vessels. So then he pays a chatzinezik. Now, if, let's say, the animal stepped on the keli and broke the keli, and now, and that keli then broke another keli, so the first one has to pay, who broke the first keli, has to pay as a chali. And he pays, and then he pays, uh, and then he pays only half of the damage, as the damage caused by the shard uh, was also uh, inadvertent. Then we said about Tanagalim, Armwadim, when they go to the dark and Shaber, if, let's say, there was a, uh, if the Tanagalim, let's say, had a uh, Dlil, which is like a, which is like a string or a Hefetz, which was tied on the, to the Tanagal, and now this Tanagal threw the Hefetz on the Kalim and broke it, or let's say the Tanagal, as we said, a Shemahadis in the Shaber, let's say it was like dancing, and through that, um, a pebble came and broke the kalim, so the owner of the town of Gilles only has to pay a half an essek because he didn't pay it, he didn't damage it with a gufay, while it came from his kayaf. Okay, so the Gemara, So now the Gemara wants to analyze the Mishnah. So Ravina says to Rabba, why does the Mishnah have to say, if you look, she says, Haregamu'edas, the Shaber B'derech Yelucho. You just said, Ha'be'eva Mu'edes L'halach K'darkei or the Shaber. So the Chedah is one here. Why does the Mishnah have to say again, Ha'rego Mu'edes the Shaber B'derech Yelucho? Right? You said, K'etan Ha'rego Mu'edes the Shaber B'derech Yelucho. Why does the Mishnah have to say, Ha'rego Mu'edes the Shaber B'derech Yelucho and then say, Ha'be'eva Mu'edes L'halach K'darkei or the Shaber? Here it's the same thing. So Amalei, so he said, Amalei, Rabbi said to him, Tana Aves. First, the Tana teaches the Aves, which is, we said, the, the Ikerchi of, of Regal, which is one of the Aves Nizikin. And then he teaches me the Tolda of Regal. Right? That's the main din of Regal. And then, the Hemshek Lemishnah, Um, that's the Tolda of Regal. Umar asks, Elamato, but if that's really true, save me the tongue. If you look at the the end of the mission, the later class of the mission, Nafites, it teaches, it says concerning the of of Shane, it says Ashin Mu'edis. It says eating is the um Ashain is a mu'ed and a Bahima Mu'edis. And a Bahima is a mu'ed. So the question is my obvious and my tuldazika, what obvious and what tuldasu either? There's no, there's no subcategories of eating that are enumerated there. And nevertheless, we, we use the phrase. So, Rabbi answers, So Rabbi responded with like a, a joke. And he said, And he said to him, I resolved this difficulty in one Mishnah. You resolved the difficulty with another Mishnah. The time in my, what's the reason? For the hair, the parent with see with eating with regards to eating. So Ravashi says, the First Tana taught Allah of eating by a chayat undomesticated animal. And then he teaches the Allah of shame by a domesticated animal. Now, so that I mean it was necessary to stay both. Why? Because you would think the Shidah has says and he set his animal loose. The Hamain, I would say this is regards to a domesticated animal, yeah. The av of eating applies there. 
Al-Chaya, but with regards to, let's say, an undomesticated animal, like, it does not apply. There's no Av of eating there. There's no Shane of eating there. The, the Shane of Av doesn't apply by Al-Chaya. Therefore, the Tana teaches us that the Chaya Bafal Be'ema, that an undomesticated animal are included in the categories of a Be'ema, and this regards the owner of the undomesticated animal's fire for damage caused by his animal eating another person's uh, produce. So the Mar says, if so, if so, the Tana should have taught the Salafa with regards to the domesticated animals first, and only afterwards teach the Salafa with regards to the undomesticated animal as is included in the, in the, in the later parts. So the Mar answers, Haida Asli Midrasha. On the contrary, this Allah which is derived from an interpretation, therefore the Tanah preferred to begin with the Allah that we derive and they'll only proceed to with the Allah which is explicit. So where I said, if that's really so, if that's really so, if so, if so, with regards to the first case, like if so, in the first Mishnah too, let the Tanah teach which is not something which is not explicitly written first, as that which is derived from his interpretation, is their tema. He just said, so where says, okay, Ashta, I'm going to compare the two. Awesome, if they obviously there with regards to, let's say, eating this damage caused by the animal and the damage caused by the, by the both Kachai and the Behemoth are considered obvious. So, Hafta, Aisla, Midrasha, Chamibale. Therefore, the Tana first taught that Allah, which is derived from his interpretation, is their and also, but here, with regards to the trampling, Shavagab, the Tana Tolda, when he leave aside an out, and then teach a Tolda? Okay. Or I can tell you like this. If I say, I can tell you like this. And the reason that in the Mishnah, the Tana begins... That which is written explicitly in the Torah and then only teaches us which is derived from, let's say, differently modem is I did the Solid Since the Tanakh concluded the discussion, as we said before in Daftas Vav, with the Av of Regal, Asaf Regal. So therefore, he teaches about Regal. Okay. Tanakh, we learned in Abraise. Behemoth, Mothers, Ladakh, Kedak, Lashaber. An animal is considered a mood with regards to walking in its typical manner. And while doing so, breaking objects in the course of its walking. Gates and also. If an animal entered into the courtyard of the Nizig of the injured party, so an animal entered in the courtyard of the Nizig and adopted, damaged an object with his body in the course of walking. Or caused damage with its hair in the course of his walking. Or with, let's say, the saddle on it. Or with a pat saddlebag, shalif on it. Or let's say with the halter in its mouth. Or let's say with a bell around its neck. Let's say with a donkey that caused with its burden. So the Allah is in all these cases, it becomes into the, in the Rishos of the Nizek, as we said a few times, Bishang Nezek Sholem, he has to pay a Nezek Sholem. Sulfa Salmar, Sulfa says, Sreiris, in the case pebbles that propelled, by the animal in the course of the walking, or in the case of a pig that was uh, in the garbage heap that caused damage, he has to pay a nezik shalom. If the pig, if the chazer caused the damage 
obviously the owner has to pay him a shalom and as a shalom. What's the chiddush of sumchis? My answer is he is behizing. If it propelled pebbles and thereby caused damage, then the shalom as a shalom. So he has to pay as a shalom. So the ask, sir, is my dechashmayu? Who mentioned anything about pebbles? So my answer is like this: The price is incomplete, and this is what is teaching. For damage caused by pebbles that were propelled by animals walking in a typical manner, so the owner pays a half of damage. And for damage caused by a chazer that was in a garbage heap and it propelled uh, pebbles, and and then that damage, an object, and the owner pays and it caused damage, he has to pay a chazer. Sumchas Omer, Sumchas says that Sreiris, that in the case of pebbles and Chazir Shri Neber Ba'ashri, these in those two cases, the Mishalim Nezik showing. In other words, Sumchas does not rely upon the halacha that the owner pays half the damage that was caused by the pebbles, which was done inadvertently. He holds that since the damage results from the animal's typical behavior of walking, the behavior of the owner has to pay now full, a full damage. If chickens were flying from place to place, so chickens that were flying from place to place and broke vessels with their wings. So what's the din? The owner pays full cost of the damage. Why? Because this is a tool of of uh, trampling. Now, Beruach become fans if the damage was caused by wind generated by their wings. So it wasn't direct cause, it was like indirect cause. So the owner has to pay now half the damage. Sumka Samar, Sumka says, Nezik Shon. He pays the Nezik Shon. Tiny dog, saw another price, Tanagel Shimahats, and Agabi Yisab Agabi Perez. If chickens were hopping upon, let's say, dough, or upon, Terrorists, and they made it dirty, or nikru, where they tacked and it caused damage at the fruit. The shalom as a shalom, they have to pay as a shalom. Hello, off-right terrorists, if in the course of their hopping they stirred up dust, or let's say they uh, propelled the um, propelled pebbles, so Allah says, Mashalom, Machatin, Ezek, Sulkas, Amir, and Ezek, Shalom. Tani, Yidak, was telling another Braisa, Tarnagil, Sayyam, Afriyak, and Mimak, and the Mothin. A chicken was flying from place to place. And wind emerged from beneath its wings. And the wind caused vessels to break. The owner pays half an S. So the Mara says, Stum on this Bryce which has no lane, cannot bother as a party with the opinion of the Chachamin, who disagree with Sumpas and the whole, as the owner pays the Chachinezek the damage in these cases, just as he does in the case of the Sreiris propel from the sea, uh, under the seat of the animal. Omar Rav, Rav says, Bishlam is Sumchas, granted of the opinion of Sumchas is understood. Because he holds at the status of the damage resulting is from a force generated by the animal's action is like that of damage directly caused by the animal itself. And therefore the owner pays Nezib Shalim for, the, for um, the damage of both cases. But according to the Chachamim, if they hold, and the status of damage resulting from a force generated by an animal's action 
is like the damage directly caused by an animal cell. So cooling nezek by the shalim, the owner should be required to pay the full cost of the damage. Now, be laughed to go for dummy, and if he holds that the status of damage resulted from a force generated by the animal's, animal's action is not like the damage directly caused by the animal himself, so chatzinezek, not another shalim, then he should not even have to pay half the damage. So where other Marav then it says like this, Lahilam Really the Chacham hold the status of damage resulting from a force generated by the animal's action is like of a damage directly by the animal itself. And in Bahamas, the owner should be required to pay the Nezek Shalit. The Chatsi Nezek Tzuritis and the liability to pay for half of the damage caused by Tzuritis is because Dilchus said merely because Zalachim Meshim and it doesn't correspond to the standard Allah of them. Okay, Amar Rav, Rav says, Kol Shibazav Tomei, Kol Shibazav Tomei. With regards to any type of action, which is when a Zav, as you know, interacts with a Kali in that manner, and he renders that Kali Tomei, if the same type of action was done by an animal, uh, resulting in, Benesokin, resulting in the damage, so the Mashalim Nezushalim, the owner of the animal, is going to pay the full cost of the damage. Bidnizokin, so regards to any type of action when a Zav interacts with the Kali in that manner and he leaves it tar, let's say where he contacts it indirectly, if the same type of action was done by an animal, as a Zav will touch that to make it tummy, so if the animal does that, Mashalim Nechatsinazis, the owner has to pay only a half of them. So Umar asks, where Rabba and Rabba, Sirius Aslash Vidam, did he come to teach the Allah al Kabbals? In other words, Rabbah's statement is that for damage caused indirectly and by indirect action of an animal, so the owner has to pay after the damage. This is identical to the Allah of Pebbles that the Bryce says. So the Mara says, like, Rabbah's teaching, Rabbah teaches Allah the case of a calf pulling a cart. So just as with the Bars Tazov, the status of the case that Azov moves. It's like that of a keli, which they come into contact. So too, the status of damage caused by the cart pulled by the animal is like that of damage caused by the animal's body and is not considered an indirect damage like in the case of Tzernus. An animal is deemed a moed with regards to breaking objects in the course he was walking. The animal adds it into the courtyard of the nizik. And now it damaged an object with its body in the course of walking, or beside it there with its ear, or we said with its um, saddle, or or the saddle pack, or with the halter, or let's say with its zoog, or let's say with a donkey caused with its burden, the eagle. Or a calf caused damage while pulling a cart. So the Allah has Mashalim Nezek Shalim. Hey, turn up on it. And again, Shalim Mechatim Mechabot Li. Here's the chickens were pecking at the rope, tied into a bucket. And the rope was severed and the bucket fell and broke it. Shalim Nezek Shalim is the pain as a shalim. Well, you know, I don't ask the Shalim. Darsat Li Vilishavarte. If an animal, let's say, was trotting upon a vessel, but it didn't break it. And then, when his God will melt him, and that kid then rolled to another place and broke there. So, Allah is my, what's the Allah? 
When we look at the liability for causing damage, do we follow the initial action that ultimately led to the damage? And this case is regarded as damage caused by the animal itself. And accordingly, the owner would pay the full cost of the damage as would be classified as as the Ava of trampling. Or, only do I say, or perhaps do we follow the breaking of the keli, and therefore this case is regarding a similar case of pebbles, which we said is propelled by the foot of the animal and its course of its walking. So since the keli was not broken by direct action of the animal, but it was like an indirect uh, result of the animal's action, so maybe the same case over here, with Darsar Kli, the Kli didn't break, but then it rolled over and then it broke. So do I say it started from the Drisa, or do I say just like? Or do I say no? Or do I say just like the case of when the animal is trampling and uh, the pebble shoots out and breaks something, which is indirect damage, maybe it has the same category as well? You can resolve this from the statement of Rabba. says, If one threw a Kali from a roof, Let's say a person threw a keli from the roof. Another came and broke it with a stick as it was falling. He, he got, a guy takes his cane and he whacks, you know, like baseball. It's falling. So the Allah is part of The one who hit this hit it with a stick is part there from the ability of the Amrina Lay, as we say to him, He's exempt from liability as we say to him that he broke a broken vessel. In other words, from the moment the keli was tossed from the roof, it was inevitably it was going to break. So breaking it with a stick as it was falling didn't really affect anything. So what do we see? We see the initial reaction is the decisive manner, decisive fact of determining the liability of damage. So the head of the same should apply in the case where the keli, where the animal was trotting by the animal. But it didn't break. And then the keli then rolled to another place and broke there. So the head of the hezek, we should look at it, it should be determined based on the initial reaction that caused the damage, just like the case of the Zarak Klimane Shagad. So the answers, um, the Rab of Shito, that the Rab who ruled this, it's obvious. The Rab of Bibayi, but the Shaila is the Rab. In other words, one cannot prove his opinion of one of the opinion of another. Okay, last thing. Toshma, we learned in a price. Hidus, with regards to hopping, ain't a mood. Kushikin is not deemed as a, as a mood. Other people say, how is a mood? Do you really think that the possibility that chicken is not is not a mood with regards to hidus of hopping? Hopping is a typical manner of chickens move. A lot of hidus vehitos. Rather, it's a case, the bias is a case where the chicken was hopping and the hopping then propelled the keli to roll to another place. And that keli broke. Over here, this is the argument. One holds that we follow the initial action that ultimately led to the damage. And since hopping is a typical manner of the movement of the chicken, the owner is higher for any damage that resulting in the hopping. And the other one holds, no. We follow the breaking of the keli. And since there was an additional factor that broke the keli, the owner of the chicken is not higher. So the says, like, that's not the like this. So can explain it like this. The Machlech is in regards to chicken propelled pebbles from under under foot um, as it was hopping. We took the Sumkas and the Kavlech together. Arguing with regards to the Machlech is the Sumkas and the Kachamin, which we said before, 
one tana holds that the owner pays Nezek Shalim for pebbles propelled by an animal in the course of walking, and the other tana holds that its owner pays only a Chatzin Nezek. It will stop being the death drive after both of